with you on the go. This is the Kissing Country Chris, Jack, and Matt podcast. Hey, this show is so good. The one that we just finished, I'm going to listen to it. You know what? So uh, we appreciate you doing the same thing. I think on the last uh, uh, podcast, after the broadcast kind of intro, we talked about Matt getting a house cleaner. And yeah. that happened apparently, and uh, it went well. How did it go? What does your house smell and look like? It was amazing. Like the smell, the first thing you noticed when you came in. Yeah. She did her house top to bottom. Yeah. It was incredible. But then we were like sat down, kind of settled in. And then we noticed this like sour smell. Uh oh. And we were chasing the sour smell around the house. Like I'd smell it near the kitchen. Then when you're be in the living room. And then it would be in the mud room. And then all of a sudden we found the, the problem. Mm. Our kid. Oh, okay. Oh. <laughs> it had nothing to do with the cleaning. Oh. Nothing. It was, was the diaper. He was, he was he was crawling around everywhere and just leaving stink pockets. Okay. Oh. That's funny. So did you find out after the house cleaner did the job that uh, you probably hadn't been doing a great job yourself? Is that the problem? No. I mean, I think it's part of the tools she used. Because I don't think I have the proper mop for our floor, things okay. like this. Okay. So I want to I know. The, I want to see your tools. Compare tools. Oh. Interesting. And do you think you'd convince Sam? Will this be a regular thing? <sighs> Maybe. It's still pretty expensive. I think I can find somebody cheaper. Not that this lady did a bad job. No, she's she just on the pricey job. side. Right, right. All right. All right. Interesting. I'll pay you, either of you, yeah. uh-huh, 80 bucks See, to what clean you, my house. What just need, the upstairs. Yeah, what you need to do is videotape her next time so you get know how she does it and the tool she uses. And there you go. And you can go. just copy that. Matt, pay yourself. <laughs> There's nothing like falling around the cleaner <laughs> filming her for three hours. Yeah, you've done worse. This is the Kissin' Country Chris, Jack, and Matt podcast. Good morning. The rain should stop around noon. We are expecting 10 millimeters today and a high of 15. However, we are still cu- currently under a rainfall warning. Total rainfall amounts could be as high as 75 millimeters by tomorrow. The Eskimos play former quarterback Mike Riley in the BC Lions tomorrow night on the longest day of the year. And the countdown mystery was revealed on Sam Hunt's pages yesterday. He is doing a single show in Calgary on September 19th as part of a house party tour. Now there's no information on tickets just yet and today's the day everyone bonnie made a friend in class oh she's already making friends no no she literally made a new friend I want you to meet Forky. Uh, hi. Hello. Hi. Forky, ah. yes. Toy Story 4 comes out with a new addition. We get to meet Forky and all of the adventures of Woody and Buzz. Rotten Tomatoes so far gives it a 98%. Nice. I think the character that's going to steal the show, the new one, is going to be Dick Kaboom, a Keanu Reeves character. He's actually a uh, 1970s uh, Canada str- uh, stuntman, and he's like a stuntman on his bike, so I think oh, really? he, he looks hilarious. So, Plus, yeah. Keanu Reeves is so hot right now. Yeah, he is. That's true. true. Uh-huh. I'm Jack and that's what you need to know this morning. Okay, Jack. Thank you for that. Let's do this. Too early for a question. Question. What are we giving away today? Is it the Andy pillow? You betcha. And? And a chance at that king size sleep set. Nice. All right, here we go. The question this morning. I like this one. Almost a third of us need to do this right now, but many of that group of people are going to put it off. No. I made, I did, made a motion. For my guess. Tooth, tooth, tooth brushing? Yeah. Mean? No, it's not tooth brushing. It's kind of a hygiene thing. It's kind of, I, I don't know if it's in the hygiene group, but yeah. Anyway, a third of us need to do this right now. I think I know. But many of us keep putting it off. This is the Kissin' Country Chris, Jack, and Matt podcast.
It's too early for a question question. 780-421-1039 this morning with Chris, Jack, and Matt is almost a third of us need to do this right now, but many keep putting it off. Well, I was going to think maybe lose weight. Ah, yeah. <laughs> putting, Let's put that off. <laughs> putting it off. Yeah, exactly. More like putting it on, hey? Uh, you know what, Matt? It's not, but that's a very good guess, and I'm sure that number is probably at least that, if not more. Thank you very much. You bet. Have a good one. You too, buddy. Lisa, a third of us need to do this now, but many are putting it off. What is that? They go to the dentist? It's not going to the dentist. It's funny you say that. Jack was <laughs> I'm just sp- shrinking in my chair right Jack, now. Jack was supposed to go to the dentist this week, but we actually physically watched her cancel her appointment. In a meeting. Yeah. <laughs> a third of us need to go. <laughs> yeah, because she's scared of getting her teeth cleaned. Do you uh, put off the dentist? Sometimes, yeah. 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 Don't yeah. we all? Yeah, for yeah. sure. Uh, thank you so much for the guess, all right? This is the Kissing Country Chris, Jack, and Matt podcast. It's too early for a question question. Almost a third of us need to do this right now, but many of us are putting it off. What do you think? Hello, would that be um, going to the doctor? It's not going to the doctor, but that is a good guess because people do okay. put that off, right? Yeah, you betcha. Thank you very much. Thank you. Bye-bye. Hey, Kelly, what do you think a third of us uh, are putting off right now but really need to do? How about um, do a, get a haircut? It is get a haircut. Yes. Good job. Have yeah. you been putting it off? You know what? My hair is really long. Like, it's way past my shoulders, and I can't even remember the last time I had a haircut. <laughs> okay. You're like Samson. Your yeah. hair is the source of your power. That was going to be the next <laughs> question. You've won the Andy Pillow, which is awesome, and you qualify for the grand prize, but that's the next question. How, how, you know, how long has it been since you got your last haircut? There's got to be people out there, well, especially the follically challenged that haven't gotten a haircut for years. <laughs> they got to hang on to it. Yeah. Uh, we, we'd love for uh, for them to, to tell us right now, but enjoy your pillow, and uh, congratulations on being the smartest person listening this morning, Kelly. Oh, thank you. This is the Kissing Country Chris, Jack, and Matt podcast. Yeah, we just found out, uh, thanks to the too early for a question question, Kelly knew, and, and many others after her too, that uh, haircut's something we put off that, uh, you know, a third of us should be getting right now. Jack, uh, you don't put the haircuts off, right? Do you? Uh, I do. I actually, the hair dying, I never put off. Right. But <laughs> I can't. Why? I can't afford it. Yeah. But uh, the haircut, yeah, because I want to try and grow my hair long, and it's always so damaged that my hairdresser, Cynthia, is like, I'm sorry, Jackie, we have to cut Is it, it. because you dye your hair? Is that why it's damaged? Or? Oh, yeah. What a vicious cycle. (laughs) I'm not that nice to it. Let's just say that. All right. Uh, What about you? Are you putting off getting a haircut? Uh, We'd love to hear from you at 780-421-1039. You know, I put it off. (laughs) You do, eh? I always find it weird that some people have a standing like date with their hairdresser every right. month or every other month. Right. You find it weird? Yeah. Why? Because I only call when I need the cut. Yeah. Yeah. I think it's more of a female thing. Where yeah. You, you got that thing written down. Every time I get a haircut, I look in the mirror afterwards and I'm like, why did I wait like this? I look so much better <laughs> with this haircut. But anyway, I guess I got to get a standing date like you guys. Uh, thank you so much for calling. This is the Kissing Country Chris, Jack and Matt podcast. Thanks to the too early for a question question. We found out a third of us uh, need to get a haircut right now, but many of those people are putting it off. And Dustin, you got a haircut story for us. Uh, so one of my daughters had watched uh, Tangled and become obsessed with Rapunzel. Yes. And she, so she wanted to grow her hair out as long as Rapunzel. Uh-huh. She did not have a haircut for four years. Um, and then one day she just got up and, Daddy, I want a haircut. And it, she looked so cute. I'm trying to talk her out of it, but she just kept coming back, Daddy, I want my hair cut. Finally, we let her cut her hair. She cuts it up to her shoulders, and uh, we're sitting around. We're like, well, honey, what's your favorite part of uh, your new haircut? And she just 
very blankly looks at me and says, it doesn't dip in the toilet when I sit down anymore. There you go. <laughs> oh, that's good. Like, oh, honey, why didn't you say anything? <laughs> but, yeah. Some of so, Poseidon's water on yeah, your curls. You started thinking about all those times and you were cuddling and snuggling her. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Let me braid I, your hair. How long was I trying to talk her out of it? Oh, geez, a couple of weeks. Son well, of a gun. <laughs> now, I can confidently say that my hair never gets near the toilet water. No, 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 unless I'm shaving it off. Yeah, you got that <laughs> right. This is the Kissin' Country Chris, Jack, and Matt podcast. It's Kane Brown and good as you. Kissing in the morning with Chris, Jack, and Matt. He'll, of course, be at the Big Valley Jamboree in Camrose this August long weekend. Oh, and your chance to win tickets about 8.30 this morning to BVJ. Kane's going to know what it's like to be a dad soon, too, isn't he? Mm-hmm. Now, yeah. I was trying to think. I think it's... August when this baby is due. Uh, like it's really soon. Yeah. But it was September. Yeah. I don't know. Interesting. Let's not put our special guest off because he came in early this morning. Well, I know why he's in. He's in to avoid mm. what's happening in your home. Sean Tomko works hard behind the scenes here in our promotions department. Uh, Sean, how long has your wife, the mother of your two children, been away? Yeah, I'm uh, day six of eight. Yeah. Flying solo. <laughs> not with, that you're counting or anything. Counting, yes. <laughs> I bet you went to their bed. You have like a sleeps carved left. the days. <laughs> <laughs> I uh, yeah, she's overseas for work. Uh, definitely the longest stint I've had with the kids by myself. Have a one-year-old and a five-year-old, and yeah, yeah. I saw some I, of the I Insta, her. I saw I, some I of the Insta that stories that yeah, you're basically begging for her to come home. <laughs> they were messy, Sean. Yeah, they were messy. But the fact that you're able to go on social media it can't be that bad yet. Oh, it can be. Yeah. yeah. Um, <laughs> what's the worst thing that the kids have done? Uh, nothing awful. They're no. just, a, it's a handful because I'm trying to keep the one-year-old alive. <laughs> yes. Yeah. And the five-year-old just wants all the attention in the world and sure. I can't give it. So I'm trying to balance that. Oh, okay. And trying to work in some PS4 action too. There it is. Oh. There it is. Sean, Sean and I are cut from the same cloth yeah. a little bit. So Sean, when you get these kids to bed at night and you are exhausted, what is going through your head? Downstairs basement, PlayStation 4, Madden. Here we go. Yeah. Not, um, I really love my wife for everything she does. No, yeah, I'm very thankful for her. Um, yeah. But I'll tell you what, though, when you go to the grocery store as a, as a dad by himself, yeah. you get treated like a hero. And I, like, I feel bad for Betsy because she does not get this treatment. Right. But when I go, like, people are helping me with bags to the car. That and is so wrong. One of them will grab one of the kids <laughs> and carry them out for me. And I'm... I feel like a hero. Yeah, like, they, they, carry, just... they carry the kids out, take them to child care. <laughs> Sean's going to get a kid <laughs> taken away. Well, just keeping an eye on me. This I don't is know. ridiculous. <laughs> but, but you miss her. I do. You miss her. Terribly. Yeah. Tell us Please what... come home. I'll tell, never leave again. <laughs> tell everybody what you said to me about all the trips you've taken. Uh, what, what did I say? I, be... I feel like I owe her a public apology, I did say. Yeah. Um, <laughs> I did not realize how difficult it is. Yeah. Yeah, it's it's tough. You know what we'll do? We'll, we have to get Morley Scott in here to tell his story too because he's got a good one about this as well, about him being away and phoning his wife and seeing how things were at home. <laughs> he never did that again. <laughs> this is the Kissin' Country Chris, Jack, and Matt podcast. And uh, again, we were talking about uh, when mom is away. And uh, Sean Tomko from the radio station uh, was just telling us that he's basically just begging for his wife to get home. He's got a five-year-old that wants all his attention. He's got a one-year-old he's trying to keep alive. And he's like, holy cow, I don't have enough hands. I don't have enough time. This is crazy. I think we can relate. Yeah. And I I mentioned when he was talking about his story about begging her to come home, it reminded me of a great story that Morley Scott, the voice of the Edmonton Eskimos, big game tomorrow night. We give you a a chance to win your tickets coming up. But anyway, Morley, you have a great story from... uh, Back when you were actually doing the color commentary for the Edmonton Oilers years ago? 
The Oilers used to have uh, the golf trip with Gerald Ford, right? It was Former uh, Peter Pockington owned the team at the time, and he'd bring all his business associates across uh, the U.S. in for a, they called it a conference, but it was basically just a golf tournament, right? So uh, it was the first time I got to go to it with the Oilers, uh, my first year doing hockey. And we played in San Jose the night before and took a bus to Pebble Beach, right? So yeah. we're driving through to Pebble Beach, and it's dark. So I haven't seen anything, right? It's really dark. Yeah. Check into the room. Go to bed. It was hot. Cracked the window open a little bit on the balcony door. I wake up in the morning, and I kept hearing this. And I'm getting angry because, like, this is waking me up. Yeah. And so I get up, ready to yell at someone, and I open up, throw open the drapes. I'll put some pants on first. Then I threw open the drapes, and it was the ocean beating against the rocks. And all of a sudden, that annoying sound became so soothing all of a sudden, right? So later that night, I phoned my wife. And I say to her, you're, I, you're, you're working. You're I'm, away I'm, working. I'm away yeah. working. You're away I'm, working. I'm away working. Air quotes working. Yes. Pebble Beach. So later that night, I phone my wife and uh, I tell her that story. And she goes, yeah, honey, that's great. But Jason just threw up. I have to go now. <laughs> All right. I'll talk to you later. <laughs> and you learned a lesson. Uh, yeah. Say, how are you first, right? <laughs> Check on her day first before you tell her how great your day is. Because sometimes her day is not as good as your day. How many kids did you leave at home with her? Two. Yeah. Only two. Only two? Only two. Yeah, she's got two arms. <laughs> <laughs> to be fair, your feet were super sore from walking Pebble Beach all day. Uh, truly, truly, it was. It was a tough day. And I you know, had a hard time sleeping because the ocean was keeping you up. <laughs> the, the ocean banging against the rocks is very annoying. The way I remember this story, Morley, you never told her about anything good that ever happened on the road again. Never, ever again. No, nope. no, no. no, no. no. So, but she always told me about the kids throwing up. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Did she not, wasn't she, she just finished shoveling the snow too, did uh, she? Probably, yeah. Yeah, I'm, exactly. I'm sure, yeah. I, I, that's... That's the other thing you never mentioned, too, is the weather. <laughs> no. In the wintertime, yeah. This is the Kissin' Country Chris, Jack, and Matt podcast. After hearing those two conversations about, um, yeah, the moms mm-hmm. and doing their thing, it's a pretty good idea to play a, like a nice romantic love song and send it out to them. Like that one, Lee Bryce. All you moms. And I Don't Dance. Kiss in the Morning with Chris Sheets, Jacqueline Sweeney. Good morning. Matt DeBurst. Hey. There you go. Uh, write that down for sure. I don't, uh, yeah, I, I, I absolutely would be lost with my wife when it comes to uh, uh, trying to keep the kids going because she's really just keeping the three of us going. So it's it's really been that way for a long time. It's not always that way, but it certainly is in my case. So I think in a lot of cases, yeah. Yeah, exactly. Moms are the last lifeblood of the family yeah the yeah. center the core yeah they're they're probably the people right now that are getting up and thinking about okay it's pouring rain what should i put the kids in yeah what are they gonna wear dad forgets to take them with a jacket to school and rain boots <laughs> hustle you're in a t-shirt yeah. better run to the door <laughs> exactly all right hey you know what um, things are going to get more complicated for whoever is at home or whoever's planning other kids lives because school is almost over this kind of last week of school and i think they're going to write some tests next week and if they're mm-hmm. in school they'll be watching some movies and things like that right but we've got uh, a, a, an interesting kiss and love court in moments we'll be looking for your help it involves a mom and a dad and their son and work we'll leave it at that but we're going to get to it in moments hang on this is the Kissin' Country Chris, Jack, and Matt podcast. This is Kissin' Love Court. Okay, Jack, what's going on? Well, we got a text from Tracy. She says, hey, Chris, Jack, and Matt, our family has a dilemma this summer. It's my son's last summer before he heads off to college. He and his dad have this plan for him to work the entire time, but I want to be a selfish mom and spend as much time with him as possible this summer. He doesn't need the money, and he has the rest of his life to work. Time is going by way too fast for this mom. How do I convince him and his dad of this? Mm. Let me tell you something right here. Yeah. This message goes out to uh, Tracy's kid if he's listening. I really hope he is. Yeah. 
Why would you want <laughs> to work when you don't have to? You've got a lifetime hey, of work ahead of you. Jobs are exciting. Oh, man. I love my job, and I love getting up at 4 o'clock in the morning to come here to talk to you two wonderful people. Yes. But if I had the choice, I wouldn't work. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Okay. Stop working. It sucks. That's Your mom fair. said don't have to work. Don't work. I remember years ago when my son was probably 13 or 14, he got a kind of part-time job at the Corn Maze, which is right beside our house in the home of the Run for Piper. Sign up now, please. July 27th. But anyway, <laughs> uh, she, uh, yeah, you know what? We were sad when he worked like, because, again, it just kind of messed up all of our summer plans. But... He learned. It frustrated me because he worked so hard for those people. He'd never do that at home. Yeah, that's, they, that's true. kind of the way we are. When as soon as somebody's going to be paying us whatever they were paying, seven dollars an hour or whatever. He, but I think it installed a work ethic. And uh, yeah, I, I understand what this mom is saying because life is short and these kids grow up so fast. But on the other hand, they got to you know work for the rest of their life too. You know, they, so they might as well get get, get kinda, fired up now. Get planned, right? Did you have any jobs when you were a young, Matt? I had several. Yeah. I started work when I was 14 years old. Okay. I hated every single one of them. Yeah. They're awful. And your family never really traveled during the summer because you were busy, yeah, right? I was always playing baseball. I was always yeah. busy and things like that. Okay. What's your take? What's your experience? As always, yeah, we need you to chime in. This is the Kissing Country Chris, Jack, and Matt podcast. Okay, Tracy's uh, having a discussion with her husband about their 17-year-old son, right? Yeah, she's upset because it is his last summer before university. Long story short, dad and him want him to work. She doesn't. She wants to spend one last summer together as a family. What should she do? This text says, I have worked ever since I was 14. My best friend didn't get her first official job till after university. We both finished the exact same year, and I went straight into a much higher paying position because by that stage, I had eight years of work experience versus her none. Even if it was part-time, it made my transition to full-time work as an adult a lot easier. Interesting. All right, Nicole, what do you think? Tricky dilemma. Yes. It's every mother. You don't want your kids to grow up, but they have to. And her boy is just doing what he needs to do. They want their own money to spend on whatever they want. Mm-hmm. Um, nobody wants to be coming and asking mom and dad for money for clothes or beer or whatever right, when right. you're 18 years old. Yes, you're going off to college and and you want them to hold on to that last little bit of being a kid, but that's not life. That's not life, yeah. Not and, and, life. and when you said no kids want to ask their moms for money... I'm just looking at one in this room. I- <laughs> Jack, stop asking your mom for cash. <laughs> I can't stop. I didn't, I didn't say my kids didn't ask for money, but right. they don't like to. Yeah. You know, like... Yeah, okay, you get over that after a few years. Yeah, yeah. But but it's a good point. There's, there is a balance. I understand where but she's what coming if- from. But what if, you know, your mom is saying, you don't have to worry about money because I'll give you a stipend. You don't have to worry about anything else because I'll make sure everything's covered. You can have one more summer to be a kid. Wouldn't it be okay to let that kid not grow up? Well, personally, I don't think you're doing them any favors. There you oh. go. Nicole, can I have some money? <laughs> no, Matt. You've heard that before. I knew that was coming. Uh, thank you so much. <laughs> this is the Kissing Country Chris, Jack, and Matt podcast. This is Kissin' Love Court. Yeah, it is. Uh, Tracy's got an issue. Basically, it's uh, the last year before her son goes to college. He's 17 years old. He and the dad want him to work. Mom says, no, you know what? We could go on summer vacation. We'll have some fun. You can be at home with mom and, uh, you know, be a kid one final summer. What do you think? 
This text says, do a mixture of both. He doesn't have to work full-time, get a part-time job. It will give him the best of both worlds of having some money, spending more time with his family before he's gone. I wish this had been my situation. I'm like Matt. I've been working since I was 14 years old. Another text here, well, I agree with the dad. His kid needs to work. Maybe book a couple weeks off so they can have the last family vacation and he can work the rest of the summer. Life changes once they get to their late teens and life is short. No one says, oh, I wish I spent more time at work. This could be his last summer. There you go. I always find a job where it's cool you can just quit on a whim. Yeah. That's what I did. Is that any job? Like, screw it, I'm out. (laughs) See ya. All right. Uh, You know what? Thank you. Those are great uh, suggestions and great texts. This is the Kissing Country Chris, Jack, and Matt podcast. Yeah, Tracy is kind of battling with her husband and her 17-year-old son. They both want him to work this summer. She's like, no, one last summer at home. Please, just don't work and stay home and uh, have fun and be a kid. I just got this text weighing in on the summer job dilemma. At 18, you need to be working. The world works on summers off with someone else paving the way. Many kids do start part-time jobs at 14. If you've actually made it to graduation without a job, you've done well. Parents need to let kids grow up. That comes from Jeannie. Do you think... As a society, we've put too much emphasis on work. <laughs> I know this is hard coming from the guy who does do a lot of work. But, you know, it's like, yeah. clearly, we've all been ingrained that work is yeah. so important that we have to do it young. Yeah. But, like, more important is spending time with our family and yeah. our freedom. Yeah. Why can't you do both? Yeah, well, you I know, guess, yeah. And that's, I think, what Pam wants to talk about. So- I don't think it's necessarily a matter of should he work, should he not work. The real issue here is why the mom thinks that like she's never going to have summer with her kid again. Yes, he might not be home all the time, but I'm 29 years old. I still go on vacations and stuff with my parents. Right. So That's nice. This whole, this whole theme of you only have 18 summers with your kid that seems to be a thing now. Yeah. It's pretty ridiculous to me yeah yeah i know it's the same in our family for sure yeah we still do a bunch of stuff together as much as we can right but uh yeah yeah, you got to let them do their own thing too and and again i mean you want them to be self-sufficient and uh and get good jobs and jobs that they love and that all requires learning how to work must be nice when you actually like your parents and your parents actually like you yeah well i mean you might have a different story matt but no i love my mom and i'm sure she loves you. Yeah. Yes. No, quite often his mom leaves on holidays and doesn't tell him she's going. <laughs> I just right. keep ringing the doorbell and she doesn't answer. Where's mom? Right, which yeah. is probably why Chris takes so many holidays. Yeah, it's true. <laughs> oh. oh my gosh, it's all making sense. This is the Kissing Country Chris, Jack, and Matt podcast. She got the best of me. There's Luke Combs kissing in the morning with Chris Sheets, Jacqueline Sweeney. Good morning. Matt DeBurs. Hey can't really tell from my location, but I'm assuming it's still raining and it looks like it's going to kind of rain, 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 rain off and on the next uh, number of days. Um, A little bit of sunshine tomorrow for the football game, which would be awesome. We still got a pair of Eskimo tickets to give away. We We haven't done that yet. So uh, anyway, let's uh, do this. This is Kissing Love Court. Yeah, basically Tracy's got a question. Her husband and her 17-year-old son want him to work this summer. And she's like, no, no, let's not. Let's uh, not and say we did. And uh, let him be a kid for one final summer before he goes to college. A friend of the show, Justin Sorensen, texts in and says, if you're not playing sports, you're working. That was the rule in our house. All right. Yeah. Shout out to Justin. Here's the thing. Um, 
Vince, we're going to let you have the last word for now on this. What do you think? I feel real bad for the mom. I understand her. i got a daughter that's coming into the same position. But honestly, as parents, we have to sacrifice the time with the kids to make sure we're training them to be proper, uh, productive members of society. And I think that's very important for a 17-year-old to be having a job and learning a good work ethic. Mm-hmm. To be fair, though, what if he was the same person after this you know, summer off, went to school, then he could still be a successful member of society, though, right? Well, he possibly could be, yes, but a, a well-trained work ethic, I think, trumps going and playing for the summer. You're setting him up for success, Exactly. Right? This is guaranteeing that he'll have good skills. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. I'm living proof that that can't happen. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we all agree. Some take longer than others, man. <laughs> <laughs> hey, uh, I always knew I had cool neighbors. I didn't know I had famous neighbors. We'll talk about my famous neighbors and be looking for yours in moments. This is the Kissin' Country Chris, Jack, and Matt podcast. Okay, so here's the thing. We've had uh, neighbors uh, beside us for the last couple of years, and I knew they were really cool. Like James, for example, he's a doctor, and he does amazing things with the indigenous indigenous, uh, community in Enoch, and I knew that that was pretty amazing. And his uh, partner... Anthony is a pretty cool guy. He's like graduated from Harvard and stuff like that. And you, know, you see him from time to time and you're like, these guys are pretty darn awesome and they do a lot of really cool things. But then about a couple of weeks ago, they came over to tell me the news that they are actually competing in the Amazing Race Canada coming up. We had heard stories from Chris about yeah. his neighbors forever. Yeah, yeah. And, and now they're going to be on Amazing Race Canada, which starts on July 2nd, which is just so cool. And, and they're uh, already fan favorites. I mean, if you've yeah. seen the video of them, yeah. you realize how neat they are. Yeah. And these are my next door neighbors. Like seriously, Crazy. what are the chances? So it's going to be so much fun watching and cheering them on. And just Did they like, give you any hints? Uh, no, they're not allowed to. They <laughs> Clearly sign, Chris is in a very famous neighborhood. Yeah. They signed non-disclosures about that. So our question this morning is, do you have anybody famous that lives beside you or near you or around you? You hear these stories every once in a while. I know oh, my yeah, friend, the rumors. My friend Pat, you know, he lived beside the Mosses, Jason Moss and Marjean Moss for a number of years and said they were delightful neighbors, for example. Yeah. They were on my block, in fact, so I must have lived close to them too. Okay, there you go. Wow. All right, 780-421-1039. You can also text us at 103939. Tell us about your famous neighbors. Like, are they on Amazing Race Canada coming up? I just think that's so cool. This is the Kissin' Country Chris, Jack, and Matt podcast. Yeah, keep it simple. There's the James Barker Band, Kiss in the Morning with Chris, Jack, and Matt. Speaking of the James Barker Band, wasn't there one there? Yeah, I went to high school with Taylor Abram from James Barker Band. We had a few classes together, and I used to watch him play at Williams Coffee House back in Barrie. He likely doesn't remember me, but it's nice to see someone you know succeed in their dreams. There you go. We're talking actually about your neighbors, your famous neighbors um, that you live beside, because uh, my famous neighbors, James and Anthony, are actually going to be on Amazing Race, and James is already an unbelievable doctor uh, that does some incredible things. Mike D just called and he told us a personal story about what James is is doing for his uh, family. But anyway, we're looking for those kind of stories. We used to live beside Taylor Hall and when he got <laughs> traded, it stayed as an Euler-owned house. And yes, Matt, we saw McDavid quite often. Oh my God, could you imagine? Yes. <laughs> I would spend a lot more time outside, let me tell you. My lawn would be pristine. Yeah, yeah, they would move. They would. Yeah. yeah. This guy just keeps watching us from his driveway. Uh-huh. <laughs> oh, Taylor, how's it going, buddy? <laughs> I used to live down the street from Gizmo Williams of the Eskimos and babysat his kids. Cool. George LaRock was across the street and he gave out full-size chocolate bars and cans of pop for yes. Halloween. Yes, yes, yes. That is, that's absolutely true that he'd do that so everybody would show up. Old, good old George LaRock. What about you? Tell us about your 
famous neighbors or celebrities that live by you. This is the Kissing Country Chris, Jack, and Matt podcast. Yeah, my neighbors are famous. They uh, are. They were already kind of famous by the sounds of it. Now that I'm starting to hear more stories from people, but uh, uh, James and uh, his his husband Anthony are actually going to be on Amazing Race Canada coming up uh, on July second. So it's going to be so much fun to watch them. Seriously, like, what a block! Yeah, you got Chris Sheets. <laughs> oh, yeah. you got James and Anthony goodness. from Amazing Race. Who else is there? Alan Burt. Alan Burke. Yeah. Yeah, it's pretty crazy. It's a crazy place to live. But anyway, <laughs> uh, we're looking for your famous neighbors. There's a lot of famous neighbors. A friend of mine, his neighbor is Willie Nelson. First time he got high with him. Wow. I would expect that. That's awesome. yeah, just contact high just by accident. <laughs> yeah. Daryl Cates, he is my neighbor, always has a squad of black SUVs around his place for security. You'd think he was some kind of super villain with all of the security. $2 billion will do that. I mean, yeah, I'd have security too. Uh Another one here, uh, my aunt, her dog is or was, rest in peace, the dog in Air Bud. Oh my God. Buddy, but his name is Zach. Who names his dog Zach, first off? (laughs) Yeah. But living next to Air Bud, the dog who could dunk, how sweet would that be? Mm. You, You could play football with the dog. He catches Matt, his mouth. It might have been special effects in the movie. No, I've seen them. There's no CGI. <laughs> Bud does all of it. Uh, my dog Lacey, I swore she could have been Air Bud. Like she used to be able to do all sorts of things. <laughs> she could keep a ball in the air if you gave her, like, or a balloon. She'd just keep bouncing in her nose. So, yeah, those dogs are, it's they did. She couldn't dunk with the metal hip, no. but she could do most of the things. Yes. My girlfriend and her husband are the beautiful couple in the Brett Kissel music video. Hmm. Sweet. And another Amazing Race couple. My neighbors were on Amazing Race a couple years ago, Rita and Yvette. It's like, who wasn't on Amazing Race? (laughs) Not me. This is the Kissing Country Chris, Jack, and Matt podcast. Toy Story 4, that is. Um, and uh, yeah, 98% on uh, on Rotten Tomatoes. They just say this is another fantastic movie. Toy Story 3 was great. Toy Story 2, Toy Story 1. But we're looking for that favorite sequel for you. And uh, Matt, you got some music ready? Because uh, certainly one of my favorite sequels has to be oh, going back to the Cranbrook Movie Theater with my <laughs> wife, my mom, and my mother-in-law last summer. And three ha- song is so fun. 350 other ladies yeah. just bebopping to... Mamma Mia too. And Chris secretly just trying to hold it all in. He was so excited. Oh, I just about got up and clapped. Yeah, during the, you know, I just get caught up in it. But anyway, so yeah, that was one for me. Lots of votes coming in for this one. I don't know if you'll recognize it by the theme song, but here's a go. Do you recognize this? I recognize it. It's well, a ride in Disneyland. It just came out. Incredibles 2. Oh, of course. But number one was so good. Yeah. I don't think it's better. Yeah. Well, it's good. It's also as good as number one, <laughs> yeah. but better is a bold claim. All right. Lots of people loving that. And this one here, it's kind of old school, but there is another sequel coming out a little bit later. 100%. Terminator 2. Hmm. The first one was a great movie, but yeah. number two is one of the best cinematic experiences of all time. So it's safe to say he came back, did he? <laughs> <laughs> Chris is on. Here it is. It's begun. I got one for oh, you. Wow. Yeah, yeah, you got one. Okay, go ahead. Lots of people saying that uh, the following Rocky themes were uh, Rocky movies were better than the first one. I disagree again. Huh. Also, great movies up to the last one in the original series. Yeah, but like two wasn't better than one. Three wasn't better than one. One won an Oscar. One person said number four. Said that's the gem. Which one is the one where he fights the Russian? Drago? That's four. Okay. Yeah, I, I remember. If he I was, dies. He dies. I was like. <laughs> You've said that to me so many times. I know. Yeah, I Comes remember. So naturally. I remember, like the very first movie I ever saw at West Edmonton Mall was that movie. Really? Yeah, yeah. 
And it was good. Those Rocky movies just jack you up. All right. inspiring. What about you? Favorite sequel of all time? This is the Kissin' Country Chris, Jack, and Matt podcast. My name is Chris Sheets. Jacqueline Sweeney's over there. Hello. Matt DeBurge is straight ahead. Hi. We're talking about Toy Story 4 in theaters later on today. And uh, yeah, it's going to be awesome from all accounts. We know that. It's so funny because while we were listening to that Morgan Wallen song, we were also listening to Matt talk over all of the texts from the, fav- the people who were asking about your favorite sequel. And he's like, what? They're crazy. Oh, yeah, I see that. Anyway, he's, okay, ar- he's, arguing, opinion on he's everybody. arguing with the texters, but they're not really, you're not arguing with them. You're no. just, you just have all sorts of comments. Some but of them you agree. We appreciate all of your comments. Angel in Short Park said, How to Train Your Dragon 3 was the best. Two was awful and one was great, but definitely number three is the best one of all of them. Uh, okay. Uh, lots of texts coming in for Fast and Furious. Whether it's one, two, are they up to nine now? I don't know. They're on to like Hobbs and Shaw now. Who knows? Crazy. Mm. They're all trash, by the way. Uh, all right. <laughs> <laughs> I like them. Dom- They're entertaining, if nothing else. Dominic, what about you? Empire Strikes Back. Yeah, you're a boy. Matt, eh? I mean, you find out that Darth Luke's father, spoiler alert. Oof. You all got- the add the Tauntauns can't be beat. I know. They sleep inside of a creature. Nothing better. Nothing better. Yeah, you're still not convincing Jack. <laughs> I'm sorry, I zoned out. It's <laughs> <laughs> awful quiet over there. Thanks for calling. Good morning. Yeah, what's your favorite all-time sequel? Uh, there's actually two of them. They're older. It was Nightmare on Elm Street and uh, Jason movie. Oh, yeah. Good horror movies. You betcha. <laughs> they kind of fleshed out the idea with the first one, but they perfected it in the following movies. Exactly. Rob, your favorite sequel? Bad Boys 2. I mean, Bad Boys 1 was so good, but Bad Boys 2 was next level. I didn't see either of them. Did they just get badder or what? (laughs) Worse. Bad Boys 2 is like it just uh, built up on top for sure. I got, I liked it so much I got sick in the theater. (laughs) Hey, thanks for listening to the Chris, Jack, and Matt podcast. If people want to find out more about Jack, where do they got to go? You can go at Kissin underscore Jack, J-A-C-K, on Twitter. What about you, Matt? I'm Matt D. Builder on Twitter. All right, because you're building all the time. That's right. How about you, Chris? (laughs) Well, I'm at Chris Sheets. Everybody spells my name wrong, S-C-H-E-E-T-Z. And don't forget about this podcast. Yes, you can rate, review, and subscribe so you never miss a moment of all the fun we have. If you enjoyed it, tell a friend. Thank you very much. Bye. Thanks for listening to the Kissin' Country Chris, Jack, and Matt podcast. Listen live weekday mornings from 5 on Kissin' Country 103.9.